0: I share a framework to help you drive revenue. Now there's no magic pill for revenue, but what you can do is build a process that puts you in the best possible position to get it. Before we get into today's show, I need you to subscribe to the transition newsletter at the link in the show notes. If there's a topic you'd like me to cover on the show or in the newsletter, shoot me an email at mike.stedman@bunkerlabs.org at bunkerlabs.org or message me directly on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Stedman. I'd also really appreciate it if you purchased a copy of my first book, Black veteran entrepreneur, validate your business model, build your brand and step into greatness, which is available on Amazon. This episode of the transition is brought to you by MetLife Foundation and their commitment to supporting veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs. In addition, MetLife Foundation also provides mentorship and financial health resources to veterans and military spouses transitioning into the workforce. As always, I hope you enjoyed today's show and that accelerates you on your own entrepreneurial journey what's going on bunker it's your boy the one and only iron mike coming to you from newark new jersey once again and today we're going to be talking about how to drive revenue now over the weekend i sent out a newsletter with the same title and topic we're going to cover today but initially i was going to title that newsletter what to do when you have no customers but realize that actually the framework i shared is good regardless and it's like a great recentering piece because Tell me if this sounds familiar, right? You launch your business, your startup, your nonprofit, et cetera, okay? And when you first start out, you're like going above and beyond to get those initial customers, donors, investors, et cetera. You know, you're taking coffee meetings, right? You're sending them multiple stuff. I mean, you're like really hyper-focused. And then at some point we start growing and we stop putting as much attention to detail in those initial, prospects or prospecting in general right it just becomes this like churn and burn kind of thing so we try to qualify lead realize that hey they're not a good fit and move on to the next one move on to the next one move on to the next one when we first started out right we put like 10 names on the board and we worked religiously to bring them over the line and become clients of ours and so I want to go back to that because again like there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet about oh make a quick your first million dollars in like 90 days or less et cetera and I'm gonna call BS on it, all right? But what does work is, I'm a big proponent of like frameworks because they help us simplify things. Now simple doesn't necessarily mean easy, but it's still hard. And so one framework I want y'all to start implementing, um, if you find yourself in a cash crunch or you just need to drive revenue, but again, we all need to drive revenue, is one I got from the book, The Prosperous Coach, Increase Income and Impact for You and Your Clients by Rich Litvin and Steve uh, Chandler. And this is a great framework I used when I started getting into more business coaching, but I've also been applying it to uh, Ironbound Media. And it's super simple. Number one, you wanna connect. Number two, you wanna invite. Number three, you wanna engage. And then number four, you wanna propose. Now let's break this down, okay? So people say, oh, I need to build more brand recognition. I need to get my name out there, et cetera, right? And so, Obviously, you know, content is a great way to, you know, um, get yourself out there, right? That's why I podcast, will do a bunch of stuff. But when it comes to driving sales, right, I need to connect with prospects, like warm prospects, perfect customers that um, can afford our products or services, right? They're a pleasure to work with, and they're going to orchestrate us a stream of constant referrals. But it all goes back to connecting. Who should I connect with, and where are you going to connect with them? For me, I'm big on LinkedIn, right? And I'll simple, I'll send a simple, you know, LinkedIn request. Hey, would love to connect on here. See, we both went to the Naval Academy, um, et cetera. And so first, what you wanna think about is like, where are your perfect customers congregating? Are they at conferences? Like, are they at the Milvac conference? Are they at the MIT conference? You know, are they, um, you know, uh, some industry specific thing, right? Are they at local meetups, et cetera? So, and all you want to do is you want to go there and just connect with them and meet with them and start to, um, you know, build some rapport. And the thing is, you don't want to be transactional, right? When you're first connecting with someone, right, don't go for the sale right away. Just use it as an opportunity to be like, hey, just happy to connect with you, even if it's via email. And the problem that's happening now is people are so transactional. It's like they connect and they immediately go into their sales pitch and you start turning people off. Like I'm on LinkedIn, I get tons of pitches all day long and it's super annoying. And I don't want you to be annoying, right? Because we wanna be intentional about the people that we're connecting with. We want to ensure that they have our customer, our perfect customer uh, profile, right? So you connect with them. And in the newsletter, I gave a simple example. Hey John, you know, thanks so much for accepting my LinkedIn request. Looking forward to staying connected on here, boom. From there, all you wanna do is just see if you can get a conversation started. Just start again to build rapport, ask them about themselves, you know, maybe do a little bit of research, you know, just get a conversation, just like you're talking to someone um, in person. And if you're at a conference or something, same thing, right? Then once you feel like you have some rapport, and this is not an overnight thing, this might take a few weeks, a few months, right? But then at some point, see if you can invite them to something. Can you invite them to a meetup or a workshop that you're teaching? Can you invite them to a one-on-one Zoom call, right? Um, can you invite them to have coffee with you? And you only want to do this when you feel like there's that uh, you you've established some credibility with them and they're actually interested in talking to you more. And so you invite them, right? So in my case, right, I love to jump on Zoom calls and chat with people and see, hey, are, um, you know, could they need some help with some brand strategy, um. Or you know maybe they want to uh, launch a podcast or something. But once I you know I, I start having that conversation going and they're open to having a conversation, you invite them, and then the next step is you want to engage with them. So let's say you're on that one-on-one Zoom call with a potential investor or donor uh, for your nonprofit, right? You want to give them a taste of what it could be like to work with you. So you don't want to just go straight into your pitch deck, right? In my case, Ironbound, right? I usually just start talking about the gym and sharing videos and pictures of the gym and talk to them about like our why we exist, et cetera. You know, maybe they'll ask me some questions about how I get started, et cetera. And I just kind of share the story with them. And that works really well in terms of getting us funders for our our program at the Ironbound Boxing Academy and uh, more recently Thrive, like our entrepreneur program. If it's a brand strategy client, you know what I'm doing during that engage? I'm giving them advice right? You know, they come to me with a problem. I let them know how I think about solving it and just give them free value right then and there. Right. And the good thing about that is it lets people know what it's going to be like to work with you. They get a taste. They get a taste of how you're thinking. This literally just happened to me with someone, you know, um, I was stressing the importance that, Hey, they need to think about the category for their brand because they haven't done enough category work. And in the, in the, in the middle of this conversation, he's like, can I just hire you to help me with that? because one of the frustrations he was finding was he's been hiring all these marketing people, but none of them have actually come to him and said, hey, this is actually what we need to do. It's been more just like post on social media, et cetera, et cetera, as opposed to, no, like what's the overall vision? Um, And I told him, I was like, bro, you need to nail your category first and then start to build the brand around that and evangelize that. In your case, what can you do to give people a taste, right? Maybe you have them try your app you know, or you walk them through it um, on the call. Maybe you solve a particular problem for them right then and there um, on the call. Um, You know, just get creative. But the whole purpose behind that is to lift the veil, right? Build uh, authority and credibility with them to the point to where now they're more comfortable with this idea of what it would be like to work with you, which brings us to the last thing, which is propose. And this is where you propose that engagement, you propose that sign up, you give them the price point, right? And you don't wanna force it, but at the end of the day, like you are a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, okay? You need to drive revenue. Revenue is how you bring your vision to life. It's how you solve the pains for your perfect customers. All right, you can't do any of this if you're not able to drive revenue. And on the proposed side of the house, this is really just selling, okay? And this whole process is really selling, but again, the propose is you presenting a way to help them solve their problem and you're giving them a price point in order to do it, right? Now, investing is a little bit different, okay? Because you might not necessarily be solving a pain for your investor, but what you are doing is you're inviting them to create a new future with you by introducing this new product or service that you're introducing um, into the marketplace. The key here is you don't want to force anything. You just want to paint a picture of what it will look like to move forward with you. Best case scenario, they become a new customer or investor. Worst case scenario, they orchestrate referrals for you. Either way, it's a win-win. And what I like about this is, again, you've gotta get rid of, and I know you need revenue now, but you've gotta get rid of this like neediness and this desperateness, right? What you just wanna do is just, you know, be, I don't know, personable, okay? And sales at the end of the day is about, helping people that's really what we're doing we're helping people so figure out ways to help people and present your way present yourself in such a way that people actually feel comfortable with you and when you go through this process of connect invite engage and propose again you might going to close everyone that you jump on with but what you are going to do is you're going to start I call it kicking up dirt to where you're creating movement and you're taking action to put you in the best possible position to have a constant stream of, of prospects and eventually customers. And so in a previous podcast, I talked to this idea about lead and lag measures, right? A lag measure is we wanna get a million dollars in revenue over the next quarter, okay? That's a lag measure, okay? The lead measure is, in this case, it would be, let's focus on conversations, right? How much time am I, am I allocating towards prospecting? right, i.e. I'm gonna block off my calendar from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every day. That could be one. So at the end of a week, you know, um, that's 10 hours dedicated towards prospecting. And another lead metric could be the number of active and ongoing conversations that you're having, right? So at any given point using this framework, you wanna be having, I would say, 10 to like 20 conversations happening at any given time that doesn't mean like you've got your email pulled up and you're like, just spamming people. What I'm saying is like, if you put on a board, a whiteboard and you wrote out like 20 names, you can actually say like, hey, I'm in conversation with these people uh, consistently, you know, over the course of the next week or so. And what you're gonna start to find out is that as you start to do this process, you start to have more and more conversations, you're gonna actually start to drive revenue because now you're getting recentered. Now you're not just focused on the churn and burn in part, Now you're actually being super intentional about um, your sales process is what it comes down to. And this is sales, right? People don't really understand this, but like marketing is sales at scale. And before we can do marketing in terms of our content, our social media, right? We need to be able to pull people across the lines ourselves. And so I know everyone loves this idea of just this like automated lead gen where you don't have to do any work versus something that's a little bit more mechanical where you got to get in the weeds a bit. You know, you can't send, you know, spammy emails. Now you got to send personal emails. You got to pick up the phone and you got to call people, you know? Instead of dedicating 15 minutes to someone, maybe you need to dedicate 45 minutes to an hour. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about going back to the basics just like you did at the very beginning. Like I didn't even realize it at the time, but this this framework I just shared, that's basically what I did when I launched Ironbound Media. Right. I remember summer of 2020, you know, I started connecting with people, you know, then I invited them to a Zoom call. And during that Zoom call, you know, I talked about what it would be like to do a podcast or why they should consider a podcast. And then eventually they would ask me, well, how much do you charge to do it? And I gave them a proposal. And that's how I was able to bootstrap and uh, get this business off the ground. And so sometimes, right, like I've implemented so many new strategies like over the years. But when it comes to driving revenue, man, I just go back to the basics. I get my whiteboard out, I put 10 names on the board, and then I start focusing. And what you're going to find, and I'm willing to bet, some of y'all listening to this show have people you've already connected with, you've already engaged with them. But because you haven't done a good job of following up, once they weren't ready to buy from you now, that could potentially be uh, revenue that, that you're sitting on in your inbox. The other thing is you might have people in here that you've connected with, you've invited, But you haven't even got to engage them, so you want to kick those conversations going again. And one of the things I'm recommending, and I need to do this myself, is I want us to track the number of hours you're spending prospecting per day, and the number of conversations that you're having at an ongoing time. And I want you to like get a spreadsheet or something going and tally it up at the end of each and every week. And that's what's gonna And there's two reasons you want to do it number one it's accountability right so you're committing to doing this and so once you make it real um by having like it on a calendar and important to your team now you're holding yourself accountable and they're going to hold you accountable right the second thing um that this is going to do is it's going to let you know areas of improvement right so i think there's a saying like um Measure what mad, not measure what matters. But if you want to improve on something, you have to like measure it. So let's say, okay, you're doing this process. You're not really getting any conversions yet. Maybe you need to increase the time spent prospecting or the number of active conversations you're having, right? Because I never understood this when I first started being an entrepreneur. But like, and I'm not saying this works every time, but like there can be some math with regards to the sales process right, especially as you get good at it, right, this idea of like, oh, if I talk to, you know, 10 prospects, I should be able to close one of them, and then you start to look at the data, let's say you talk to 30, and you close, you know, you close three, so then you're just like, damn, if I need two more, right, maybe I need to go talk to 20 more people, et cetera, et cetera, and it's not like, there's nothing that's set in stone that it works guaranteed, but again, this is what people do to stay constantly on the offense with their sales process, and that's what I want you all to do out there so and this is old school this is simple keep it simple stupid right you don't got to get super elaborate with it again i use a whiteboard now i do have a CRM. i use pipe drive but for you you can just use a google doc and you can write 10 names on there right or google sheets etc and start reaching out and connect with people and then again i know you need to drive revenue now but don't make people feel like um, they're not important Right, you wanna have a sense of urgency behind the scenes and you're doing it by implementing what I'm talking about with this podcast, you're doing it by building out that um, Google sheet, you know, to track um, your hours and stuff like that. But when you're on with a prospect, right, it's about film, right, it's not about you. And again, so many of us went above and beyond to get our initial customers. We start to get revenue, we start to get margin, we start to chase growth. And at the, at the um, cost of that, we forgot what made us successful in the, perf, in the first place. And so I want you to get recentered. So now, not only do you have me talking about this and reinforcing it on today's show, you actually have it in the newsletter as well. And so I want to hear from you, right? I want y'all to start implementing this framework. I'm implementing it now myself. I briefed my team on it at Ironbound Media. Right. So this is exactly what we're doing. I'm giving you my playbook um, and I hope it helps you all out there as well. I would love to hear from you what your thoughts are on today's show or the podcast in general by just shoot me an email at Mike at bunkerlabs.org or message me directly on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Steadman. I've done a good job of sending out some newsletters. So if you haven't subscribed to the transition newsletter on Substack, you're missing out. I'll put that into the link in the show notes, but I'm here to support. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm curating a bunch of good content, right? I'm talking to entrepreneurs. I'm getting the best practices. I don't want y'all to feel like you're out there alone. I know a lot of us feel like we're up against it, but this is your safe space, right? So if there's anything I can do through this platform and the content that we're producing at Bunker Labs to help you, let us know, right? You're the reason this exists. So good luck implementing this framework. We want to hear from you. Until next week, peace, love. Have a great rest of your week.